What's up, guys? I'm back. <laughs> it's your boy Alex. Uh, bringing the intro today, Basil. I'm giving Basil a break. Okay, he's gonna take a break. He's not me. Alex's. So, I'm I'm here today with two shadows from the hidden shadows of the secret chamber. And again, thank you guys so much for letting us use the secret chamber to record our podcast out of. Uh, you guys said you wanted to come on and say a few words because you heard us talking about you last episode. So I got the shadow of cheddar right here. And then I have the shadow of queso blanco, right? <laughs> yeah, that's him right there. That's there. First of all, uh, white cheddar shadow. What would you say your Kung Fu is actually? What got you qualified to be a hidden shadow of the secret chamber? Whips and chains and cheese and things. Oh, I like that. And do the whips and chains come into play when you're doing, when you're making your cheese? Depends on if you use noodles or macaroni. Okay. Okay. Now that's, that, that leads me into a really important question. Last episode, we were saying that uh, the white cheddar is not cool with the macaroni shadow of the pasta clan. Are you guys cool? It depends oh. on the evening. Okay. I would like to say, yes, we are cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't want that on me. <laughs> Only long noodles. Now, here's the thing. That's the Here's the thing. When it comes to a stable relationship, sometimes it's going to take the other person to swallow his pride first. Or swallow the... Uh, <laughs> the macaroni, some might say. Some might say. I shake my head at that. Okay. Except on experimental nights. Okay. That's you know, okay. like when he when he you know puts a feather in his cap. Okay, so the voice that you guys are hearing right now and is they, and they call that macaroni. That's the <laughs> <laughs> that see that's why you and macaroni are so cool, Cheddar Shadow. So Cheddar Shadow, tell me a little bit about your kung fu that got you qualified to come to the secret chamber. Well, see, the thing is, is that there's not a lot of kung fu in England, uh-huh. you know, where where I'm, I'm from. Right. But I've been practicing on my accents, and my American accent's pretty accurate right now. You sound like sound- a second, second generation, half Vietnamese, half Laotian American kid who grew up in, in San Diego. But if I try and change it up a bit, it sounds very... Oh, it's coming they, through. Sounds a little weird. It's Doesn't, coming through. Sounds a little off. Now, you and Macaroni go way back. You and Macaroni Shadow, right? Yes. You guys yes. actually came to the secret chamber first together? Yeah. Yeah. Not together, we're, we're together. Not together, together. Right, but right, right. Like but like really, walking in together. Really. It, like we met on the road, but we're not like well, we, together we, we together. Both, like, like, you, you know the joke I had we're just... We're not married. The joke that I had just right. used earlier about... He is not my significant other. Putting well, putting a feather in the cap. Right. It was really it was really, you know, what the Yankees had said. No but, one has taken any feathers in the cap. Okay. All right. But they called it macaroni and that was part of his joke and now everybody seems to think that we're the bestest of friends because they right. call us mac and cheese. Right. I am not the receiver. I am definitely a pitcher. Okay. That's okay. Now you Except used Except on experimental nights. You of course. But to be fair, right, the American pastime baseball is uh-huh. you, part of the game doesn't even get to be played until somebody knows how to pitch. 
Right. That's a good point. I mean, and what is there to catch if there isn't even a pitch? Right. And the yeah. other part is learning how to find out, like, the ability to really, really abuse a bad pitch. Right. Right. <laughs> now. And you can abuse a bad pitch. Now, you and Macaroni used to date, used to date right? Queso Blanco? Not date. Okay. What kind of a relationship was it? Strictly friendship. Okay. There's a lot of Fs I, I there. Believe, I feel like you were trying to they, make they, another word. They call it more of a platonic relationship. Right. Okay. Yeah, sure. We could go with that one. But only on experimental Mo- but, nights. But mostly, yes. no, yeah. but on experimental nights, I believe Macaroni had originally said that it was more of a... Uh, uh, pl- something to do with plates and gin and tonics. Are we still That's talking about cooking? I'm getting lost. <laughs> <laughs> now, last episode, uh, the boys said that we were going to try and get an experiment going uh, where we were going to strap me down to a chair and you guys were going to provide the queso for the queso chips, right? Maybe have a mixture of the two. Can you guys make something like that happen? Like Right now? Uh, we can we can give it a week. Put a sock in his mouth. Let's do it. Oh shit! Well, uh, I'm about to be kidnapped. But this is uh, episode forty two. Should uh, it be a stinky sock? Hmm. Oh please, God! Or just a regular sock. Yeah, Let's like use... not not too heavily used. Maybe maybe clean. But definitely been put through the wash a couple Let's of times. Let's use maybe the sock I wank in. Oh no! Oh, that's got a lot of cheese in it. Yeah, it's crusty now. It's cr- crusty <laughs> case of Blanca <laughs> cheese. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know how many. Th- Anyways, guys, this is the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse review. Cotton has a lot of fiber. Yeah. Are we supposed to go in the chamber again? Enjoy. No, I think we've been taken out of the chamber. Enjoy the episode. What's over there? gonna go into it you guys ready to run with me where are we going all right oh okay we're running you guys ready to run with me i learned how to do this from the flash <laughs> see that breathing technique it's actually really it sounds like he's out of breath but he's actually taking in the optimum amount of oxygen to sustain that that pace i'm just really impressed because he runs without moving his hips it's really good Okay, now since he made himself conscious about it, he's moving his hips now. So that's yeah. Now okay, he's like back, hula, now he's like hula dancing almost, which is just too much movement when you're trying to run. Now that's have you the, ever seen somebody try and run and do a hula dance at the same time? It's impossible. It's pretty ridiculous. Unless you do the long stride that Nikonzi is now doing. Okay, now now this is the short stride slash uh, Samoan tribal dance before they make love. Notice the facial expressions. Those facial expressions are actually to attract his mate. Now he's ready for lovemaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Woo! Hello and welcome, <laughs> fam. We are Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. Spider Man, Spider Man. Does whatever Spider can Spins the web any size Catches these just like flies Look out 
Here comes the Spider-Man. It's episode 42. We are Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. And we are bringing you the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse review. God damn, this movie was fucking phenomenal balls. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Brilliant. Uh... Before we get into the Spider-Verse, I want to make sure I, get, I let you guys who know who the fuck you're listening to. We are Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. We are a movie review podcast. We are your source for your light and heavy nerd needs. We'll tell you what movies you should be watching, as well as any other dope medias for the nerd soul. My name is Alex. I am your wee boy, posing as a functioning member of society. And to the front of me... Is it really the front... Or should we use cardinal directions? Because I think I'm south of you. I think that we should use cardinal. It really depends, it really depends on the game. Because sometimes you don't, you know, like, it, it's more confusing to be like, 12 o'clock. What do you mean? 12 o'clock from our position? 12 o'clock from the sun? Did you mean south by southeast? 225? I think like, tonight I'm feeling more regal. So I think I will say that you are south of me. Yeah, yeah. What is, what is your Well, name? I'm the gaming guru. I believe that's my non-given, like self-given title. It's official. I gave it to him. Yeah, it's official. I've knighted him. But I didn't give it to myself. Just no. to just to reiterate. No. Because like, I don't know. Because he's humble. Feel, I don't feel very wise. He's I'm not so like humble. A, I'm like calling me Look a guru is kind of weird. Like I'm not that old. And then uh, <laughs> directly west of me is our super strong, super buff shy boy the mogul nakansi uh-huh. that's our guy uh today again we watched spider-man into the spider-verse i i can't put into words this movie but before we get into those words that i can't dig up i want to get into some like cons game corner right quick what you got for us today boy uh, it's kind of hard. There's like just so much going on. Uh, I don't think I touched touched on the Epic Store, um, last week, but the Epic Store, mm-hmm. right? So Epic Games, uh, kind of known for making the Unreal development kit, right? They've made the Unreal Engine, which powers a lot of games. Obviously, uh, they themselves have a production studio for putting out games. They're most known for Unreal Tournament of course, mm. uh, some of the Quake games, and most notably, recently, Fortnite. Okay. Right. So uh, to kind of backstory a little bit, Steam pretty much has the monopoly for a online game marketplace. Yeah, you were telling me a little bit about that, right? They were right. they, kind of making uh, it difficult for independent uh, they game were, studios. Yeah, they recently had some sort of, I'm not 100% sure, but like they, uh, from what I was reading on Reddit and a couple of articles... Um, it is now more difficult for indie developers because major developers are getting a bigger cut from what they're supposedly uh, profiting from, right? Ugh. So to come, kind of combat this in a different way, uh, Epic Games made their own launcher for their store. Okay. Right. So the idea here is that Epic Games is going to be getting uh, some more exclusive content that isn't going to go on Steam right away or if at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in a similar way, uh, there, the, like I was saying before, there are other libraries that hold this kind of that allow you to play the game without using Steam. 
for for mainly like MMOs and some free to play games, they have their own client, so you don't have to interact with Steam. However, Steam is so much more easily accessed that it is really about publicizing. So okay. people will see it pop up on Steam and be like, oh, I haven't heard of this game. And then they'll go through Steam to get that secondary launcher going anyways. Um, so uh, another one it would be like uh, EA, right? right? They have the Origin, EA Origin allows you to play a lot of their games without interacting with Steam. And in some cases, just straight up, you, they aren't on Steam uh-huh. or they don't run well. Which is which is for their... Um, their advantage like, right yeah it's because uh, steam unfortunately the ea origin is really really just uh, it's kind of an obtrusive more um not as optimized as steam yeah uh, and a lot of people get turned off by having oh man now i have to have five different bookshelves open at the same time to access one bookshelf that has five thousand games and then one bookshelf that only has 10 10 games that i cannot take that and put onto the other bookshelf it's like uh, it's kind of like uh, the Funimation app compared to Verb.co, right? Right. Where I'm still, I mean, still salty that they pulled all the animation Funimation stuff off Verve. I didn't anyway. know that they pulled it off of Verve. I do know that they pulled it off a of Crunchyroll because that is actually working in their favor without us knowing enough information on that end, because Crunchyroll wasn't allowing them to expand to more streaming outside of the U.S. Well, okay, so. How is this Epic uh, platform going to help these independent game developers? Well, it should allow them, uh, again, I'm not 100% sure, but it should allow them better better ad revenue, better front uh, front page coverage for whatever game they've made. Uh, and I believe there's some sort of deal on... Uh, getting access to the Unreal Engine and using yeah. their soft uh, using their software to develop games. It, so, without getting too political, um, for some reason, like big companies have a problem with little independent, you know, uh, companies coming up and 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 making money, like taking their cut of the market share. Like for yeah. instance, like Instagram. Uh, my my mujer was advertising her bikini line on there, mm-hmm. and then Facebook took over Instagram and created this algorithm so that it would take much more attention for you, like in order for you to get on to what's the right. popular page. The same thing happens with YouTube and yeah. even Google. The problem is in, isn't necessarily just the algorithms that they use. Mm-hmm. It is also how people are searching up things. Well, I love that Epic is doing that, man. Right. I think I Epic think is more gonna, uh, Epic's going to be doing that. And like I was trying to tell you before, Discord, which is a really popular communications program, uh-huh. um, has kind of exploded in the last two years. I okay. think it's been around for three years. Sure. Um, point being that in an expo- in its explosion, they also added what's called Discord Nitro, which allows you to subscribe for the, to them. And use your uh, the emotes that you can get from one server on other servers, and honestly, for some people that's worth your, worth the perks, but it's not insane. Now they are adding their own store as well. Uh, this last couple of months that will hopefully help other independent 
game right. developers. Do you have any games that you you like from independent game developers that uh, you might want to put out there right now? Right before I get into that, because uh-huh. before we get into that, uh-huh. Uh-huh. this uh, is that Discord, segment. Yeah. So. Discord is actually supposedly putting up that they're going to take 10%. 90% is going to go to the developer. That's amazing. So, I mean... Fantastic. A 90-10 split hopefully will help everybody. Hell yeah. Because you don't want, like, games can't exist if you have to go work for, uh, and again, no offense to, but we talked about it before, where Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Red Dead Redemption, for how popular it was, uh, Rockstar has a very toxic work environment. Yeah. You're talking about over 40 hours unpaid overtime. It's a, it's a rough <laughs> Uh, like for game developers, you we have no right. idea what kind of shit they have to go through. And on top of all of that, something that you're passionate about, basically being an artist in so many different forms, and people are just gonna find ways to shit on you. Just sap the 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 fun out of it. So I love that. Uh, yeah. uh as for indie games, um, mm-hmm. one of them is actually already on the Switch. It's called Battle Chef Brigade. It's kind of a Metroidvania that has to do with some sort of Iron Chef competition in the fantasy world. So okay. It's uh, pretty cool. So it's do you just really cook fun. in the in the game? You or have what is to it? go and like action game Metroidvania fight for your ingredients. That's and then take cool. your ingredients back and cook. Oh, that's, that's uh, awesome. So it's kind of a really wacky adventure. I've only put like 10 minutes into it, but I know Myron got it for the Switch at some point. Uh, another one that's really popular is called Dead Cells. And it's a really tough uh, side-scrolling action RPG. That one's also really popular, as well as Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is... Uh, I was following it during early access, and now it's a full full price game at like $30. And that's a steal for that game. Uh, some other indie games that you should have heard of by now are Shovel Knight, which is really heavily inspired by old Mega Man games, but honestly is its own metroidvania with nice platforming skills and then they they have like that real vintage vibe right yeah it's got cool. it's got really really specific like pixel art okay so we got i got dead cells i got hollow knight shovel knight and then what was the first one the chef one battle chef brigade battle chef brigade Go go support them, motherfuckers. We'll go put that up on our Instagram page so that you guys can see what we're talking about. And like, I will definitely like do better on listing all these games because those are just kind of bigger name uh, indie developed games with a lot of... Uh, I mean, the indie market is basically like being in high school and finding out that everybody put together some sort of zine, you know? Yeah. It's like... What the heck is this 15-page magazine from somebody I don't know from a different school? What the heck is this one? What's going on? You are so you know, trendy some of them are... calling magazines zine. I had no idea what you were talking about. I call them flipboards. <laughs> Pogs. <laughs> um, I did that one on purpose, by the way, because I didn't get for, enough earlier. For emphasis, we actually have a, uh, a podcast uh, gong. Gong in here uh anything else did you want to add to your game corner today uh spider-man got more dlc we love spider-man but that <laughs> dlc is pretty bad <laughs> but, but they have cool costumes okay 
All right. But we love Spider-Man, so we have to support him. We have to support Spider-Man. We, yes. we don't support that that aggressive microtransaction pricing. We do support content. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, that's cons. Game Corner. I have a rep- recommendation for today. I went and listened to one of my uh, personal heroes and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Just <laughs> fucking... What do you call those things? Uh, role models. And I, I don't want to sound douchey when I say this because there's no way not to sound douchey when I say it. But Kobe Bryant, uh, he put out a or he was on a podcast called The Corp with a, one of the most famous baseball players, Alex Rodriguez. My name is always mistaken for his because it, it, anyway, uh, because Alex Dominguez, Alex Dominguez is hard. So. He did. He did a podcast uh, called again the uh, on the corp, and seriously, that man has just in those forty four minutes, you could pick out like maybe twenty motivational quotes from what he was saying. But it's such a good listen. You get into uh, his method for preparing for games and his. <laughs> his helicopter he used to take a helicopter to practice because LA traffic was a bitch that, that would be so baller and he's got the money and not only that like un, uh, to take it to practice but also that so that he could still be there to pick up his daughters from school he wanted to be uh, a good father to his daughters so he he <laughs> there's kind of like a sweet side to that baller ass Hollywood move and then some of the stuff that he's working on now some and and the biggest thing the takeaways that I took was he was asked if you could go back in time or if you somehow had your peak physical body forever would you play basketball forever would you go back in time and he said no uh because it's kind of like a spit in the face for that time of my life I have already accomplished what I wanted to accomplish in basketball I'm honed in into the present moment he started a new uh, like athletic training facility called Mamba Mentality Mm. Academy very (laughs) very dope very Kobe MMA very Kobe indeed (laughs) and then um, a couple other things one of my favorite quote was that we all have our own puzzles like life is a puzzle and we are basically just trying to to figure it out and the people who are doing well and excelling they've they they've figured out that puzzle and they're functioning in that space and the people who are still kind of struggling they're still figuring out that puzzle so i love that and then finally this is for basketball fans. I loved his method of preparing his Kung Fu, right? The way he would prepare for games solely depended on his opponents. So if he was going to play the Spurs, this is the example that he used. He's like, okay, I would watch tapes, you know, video of that team. And then I would figure out what their defense looked like. So, for example, the Spurs don't let them get a lot of layups, a lot of inside shots on on the paint. So he would be sitting there for hours before the game practicing his mid-range and long-range shots. 
and rehearsing for this performance that he's about to put on. So that just blew my mind. And again, that just gives me inspiration to go out in my own life to take this very strategic, calculated approach to whatever it is that I'm doing. So go listen to that episode. Super inspirational and just awesome listening uh, to one of your personal heroes if you like Kobe Bryant. I love Kobe. Kobe's awesome. Kobe. Kobe. Hit the gong. Set in an Eastern fantasy setting, Dan Fei and her brother, guardians of a sword known as the Tianjin Jian, are pursued by an evil Zhuangyi Zong clan who seek to obtain the sword for their master, Mi Tianha. While her brother is defeated, Fei, who possesses the sword's cross guard, escapes and finds herself in the care of the wandering swordsman, Sheng Bu Huan and a mysterious man named Lin Zuya, who become her protectors from the pursuing Zongyi Zong clan. That sounds like an awesome choose-your-own-adventure book. No, what is this? It is a Japanese-Taiwanese glove puppetry television series. What? Called Thunderbolt <laughs> Fantasy. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god, how did you find this? Um uh, well I was meditating and visiting clouds. Okay. And I stumbled upon this picture. And I was like Show it show it to the listeners. I was like, what? What is this? Okay, looks like some kind of weird Transylvanian is, It's like uh it's Wild. Team America meets Kung Fu. Yeah. With and like slightly higher production on their puppets. <laughs> and let me tell you, <laughs> that is exactly what it is. <laughs> I sat down and I watched two episodes, 20 minutes each, and it was a an amazing Kung Fu story <laughs> with some of the best action choreography I have ever seen in my life. In puppet history. Yes. That's and incredible. It just... I just it had this what, like does it have like a slapstick humor to it? No, it's brutal. So it's it's like, serious? There's blood. What? Oh, the crazy God. part okay. is it's it's blood? Yeah. the crazy part it is it's serious. Okay. And people's heads get cut off, their hands get cut off. Wow. There are uh Kamehameha waves going left and right. There are people powering up and uh blasting up energy shields to protect their loved ones. As their body slowly disintegrates. I need to watch this. It's All through puppetry, which is a dying art. No How lie. the <laughs> fuck does any? How did they do that? That's amazing. All, and what the amazing Passion. part is, this shit takes forever to make. Really? So I applaud their efforts. When mm. you... I'm going to show you a scene. Uh-huh. And when you see this scene, you're going to be like, they did that with puppets like that? probably took countless of hours that's incredible and like like from the way you're telling it it's a very different puppet work puppet work is pretty actually normal in a lot of modern uh, modern costumes like uh a good example is the a lot of the star wars costumes right Mm -hmm. there are from this from the 60s i'm sorry from the 70s or all all of them there are people in these suits that also have sticks elsewhere to like activate triggers that are completely different from their eyes and their mouths. Yeah. 
right? And that itself is also part of puppetry. That's incredible. Right? Like, think of how much work goes into giving life to a Muppet, even. Or moving my body. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, no, that's crazy. Like, uh, again, all that work. Have you all, like, maybe everybody can relate to this. Have you guys ever been working on an idea and halfway through the an idea, like working on it, you're just like, nah, this is stupid. I should just stop. I I like These, that must have happened to them. And they're just like, no, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this. Yeah. See this shit through the end. Just imagine them bringing this to their their producer. Uh so we got this kung fu looking puppet. Can't really emote, but I can make the eyes blink. But watch this. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Holy shit, that was like a real puppet sword fight how do you do that i can show you can we make more yeah absolutely let's sign this guy up let's do get this a, get a writer get, get a writer, a writer. What, what's your plans for this story because I, I just like the puppet i like, just like the puppet yeah uh warrior brother sister have to run away from evil master and try and survive and run into that sounds a, like a good kung fu yeah. story i like yeah. it i already yeah. like it yeah mm-hmm. 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 yep yep mm-hmm. give him a million dollars for the first episode that sounds dope i really want to watch that new that scene and then i'm gonna put that shit up on instagram what is it again it's uh thunderbolt fantasy thunderbolt just great name uh wait it's chinese i used the wrong accent all of these things (laughs) everybody needs to support so we can get more of yes (laughs) anything else you want to recommend for the week no that's it that's it that's that's our before we get into that recommendations let's get into the meat and potatoes of this delicious meal and talk about spider-man into the spider-verse first well, we have first, to sing it i was gonna say we all have to just relax don't we no we have to sing it oh yeah <sighs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and i'm flying does sunflowers needless to say mm. Mm. Don't know the words, but I'm moving my body, moving my body, moving my body. What a like straight up. That was a relatable scene for everyone. (laughs) Everything in this movie was relatable. Like they hit too many emotional markers for me. And you know what? That was exactly when I was like, wait, this is from the developer, the creators of the Lego movie. I was like. They did it. They yeah. immediately hooked us in. <laughs> so what you so what you guys heard this masterful uh, rendition of what went on in the movie was when Miles Morales was working on some artwork and he had his headphones on full blast and he was singing out loud. Now, on the outside, you just hear that shit, <laughs> but in the inside, he is putting on a show, the show that we've all thought we put on in front of thousands of imaginary people being a part of our favorite band that we're listening to on our headphones. And again, super relatable. Uh, Let's get into the impression of the movie. Brilliant. Oh my goodness. Uh, Everything (laughs) visually stunning. Jesus. Can Can you just close your eyes for a moment and just absorb it? Those that haven't seen the movie, you should watch it after this. But as you wait, just watch the trailer. Like, yeah. they did a lot of handwork on... They did multiple scenes in different styles and then overlaid it. They like, brought 
a comic book to life. Yeah. Like, that's how much work they did. They did the same scene in, like, four different visual styles and then just overlaid the same scene. Yeah. It probably took them uh, all of the trust they built from the studios, from both the Lego movies, because... They, those movies did extremely well right which allowed them to say okay here's our next project this is a straight comic book parallel time uh movie and uh watch us please let us do whatever we want to do with it it was it was really incredible uh again the the theme of of this movie one of the themes is a leap of faith and i think that really goes into what this studio did it was a leap of faith you can tell that they committed 150 percent to the to the visuals the the when you were traveling through the dimensions and and going through the universes like you can tell how much passion and love they put into this movie this is like um a a team's basically love child yeah oh you could feel the you could feel the love tonight. One of the most important <laughs> themes of, of of this film was not Elton only the Elton bond Josh. of family, uh-huh. but courage in itself. Yeah, and that was where the leap of faith comes in. Right? Can't you say that Spider Man is my favorite superhero? And uh, like, it, Marvel or in general, because. M- I liked. I liked. I would say he's he's up there. He's up there easily. No, he's my number one mm-hmm. uh, superhero. I don't. I, I don't I, think there's anybody else that's as relatable. They they made from day one Spider Man to be a relatable person who always uh, has to work through a bad situation. And not only that, he 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 did have his superpowers and stuff like that and his smarts, but for the most part, he was just like a college student. Very humble, very poor. Uh, multiple, and like multiple stories across the multiple versions actually, of of him are really tied together to the whole, uh, the thing that Nick was talking about, which is how do you make a choice between two right choices, and then also even just making the the how do you decide as a character which of the two bad choices you can take yeah right he was faced with a lot of that shit and it all starts actually in high school yeah he's in high school so again like he he he's the he's the working class average joe superhero like almost always in over his head but somehow comes out and and fights and and gets bruised and bloodied and 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 comes out on top What's really it's, interesting to me is also how uh, that. So speaking of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. we're not just talking about Peter Parker. We're right? talking about Miles. Like right Morales. now, in particular, Miles Morales is also just as equally relatable as most other versions of Spider-Man being Peter Parker. He is a kid in Brooklyn, and wild stuff happens to him and you still have to somehow at the core of your character make the right choice yeah right and that's what the that's part of the movie is family ties leap of faith like uh i think that i i don't remember it exactly but 
the my favorite one of my favorite things was the moment where they were all relating to miles like we've been here if there's anybody you can talk to like we've all been here yeah right it really spreads throughout the entire cat like the entire audience is just like we've read all of the like we've all lost somebody yeah right yeah 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 all the uh different uh spider men spider 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 people people. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) spider beings let's not be uh human human specific uh okay (laughs) i want to talk about old spider-man the spider-man from the who's like I don't even know how old he is. <laughs> Noir? He's in his 30s. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's like in his 30s. Yeah. He's got <laughs> beer gut and pizza gut. And the person they decide to voice cast, Jake Johnson, or aka, or also known as Nick from New Girl, he was perfect. You Everybody were, yeah. was so perfect for this film. But, but Jake Johnson was phenomenal man he was so funny he was so like in his element like like the spider-man that that, like that i grew up knowing which was like that funny sarcastic zingy kind of makes fun of himself spider-man i want to watch it right now again it it was yeah. yeah what's great is that you weren't you didn't get to see it with us but i i remember looking at him like you can see his face in the booth when you see Spider-Man. Even though Spider-Man has a mask on like for I most mean, of the film, you're like, no, you can see it. Like, I'm pretty sure they just put the dots on his face and completely captured his ex- ex- his expression. It is really good. Uh, so, oh, like, so you know that like the 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 animation was really high budget and good when they nailed the cry face. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say who cried. There was a big moment when somebody was crying and they they nailed like the smile cry the like your lips don't know like they 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 come become swollen and they don't function the way like you tell them to go left and they go right because you're crying and nailed it. Perfect animation. It takes a lot of pixels to make that. Yeah. Speaking of voice work, I remember questioning it for a bit until he's got started getting more lines. Mm-hmm. But so Spider Ham is voiced by the comedian John Mulaney. <gasps> yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I immediately <gasps> recognized that and I was like, oh my God, he's got more work. And you can see this kind of sassiness in Spider Ham's like work. Like, no, that's John Mulaney. That makes sense. It's not just the character of Spider Ham, it's John Mulaney giving voice to this character. But so, the real thing was. Uh-huh. And the thing I was questioning is, uh, I kept looking at Myron and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Nick Cage. Nick Cage was the voice of Spider Noir. Oh shit! The one, like the one from the forties. That's yeah. why I thought you were talking about earlier when you're like the old Spider Man. I'm like, oh no no no, black no. and white Spider Man, Spider Noir. Not black and white. That that's 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 funny to know because he's like that. That's a really goofy side. I didn't know that actor had. Right, because and he was really funny. I forget the inspiration he tr- <laughs> he took for that for that particular like voice of, mm-hmm. that he was aiming for, but it was just it was one of those like it's hard to tell. I think I know it, and I spent a lot of time listening to video games and anime and movies. You would think I would know this, and then later on, I was like, 
we were when when the credits started rolling after i'd already said like no i'm like 89 percent sure that's nick cage and i saw his name i'm like yeah see? yeah see it yeah. paid off okay <laughs> mom all right i know i've been playing hours and hours of, of video games and shirking other responsibilities but look i was able to guess the the voice of old spider-man do you know mm-hmm. the voice of Blonde Spider Man. We won't say what happens to him, but Blonde Spider Man. You it wasn't that, Jake Johnson? No, no. not oh. Blonde Spider Man. Blonde Spider Man was He'll... Chris Pine. Who's Chris Pine? From Star Trek. He plays Kirk in the start the new Star Trek's movies. Oh right? yeah. And oh, you know sh- what? His facial expressions look like him. Holy fuck. Right? Okay. I didn't, like, I had to look that up once we got home because there wasn't a lot of time to hear his lines. Okay. Right? He he spoils he... really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, why don't we get into, uh, so we already talked about what the cinematography, what we thought about wait, the wait, cinematography. Wait, wait, no, there's more about the cinematography. Okay, what did you want to touch on? The visuals, uh, the amount of color they used oh, w- yeah. was crazy. Yes. Um, from traveling through the, through the universes right. to <laughs> the very end credit scene. Yeah where they show oh, multiple they just it's it's almost like a, a 60s beatles acid trip of spider-man it yeah was brilliant it was really great not that i know what an acid <laughs> trip is exactly but the color work in general was like <laughs> i assume that's what it's like yeah right? i I, just, assume, well, I, I don't know about you because you saw you said you saw it in standard we saw it in imax i saw it in standard i thought it was great we but, saw it in 3D and it yeah. was crazy. Like, oh, I bet. Like, this shit was crazy. I feel like in 3D, I felt more of the colors pop out properly and they just used a bright palette all the time anyways. So when we had darker scenes, like pretty specifically uh, Miles getting his suit finally, mm-hmm. the red on his suit pops really hard. Yeah. In, uh, like in IMAX. I don't know if it was just me basically tripping <laughs> with but like it just overall you can tell different tones of dark blue like it was it was great with 3d films i hate it when they only make a 3d film to make extra money because those tickets are fucking expensive yeah they are they turn a like 13 dollar movie ticket into 22 dollars yeah so what i do is i i wait for um a a 3d movie review to come out and it it tells me uh you know is it worth 3d and then i went to see uh some interviews and they talked about how they shot this film with 3d in mind so they took special attention to detail of how an audience would receive it watching it in 3d god damn it nikonsi now i have to go watch it in 3d again oh dang you gotta watch it again Uh. i'll go with you yeah, yeah, Heck I would yeah. totally see it again. I don't know when I'll have time to do this. But and you totally make do. time for Spider Man, yeah. Or else, you know what happens? Spider Spider Man. The, the dis- old Spider Man is what happens to you. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. And in the end, you have to just make time, like what he did. But I can't tell you what he does because I don't want to spoil anything. But make time for the people that you love and the things you care about. That's right. Do we want to go into the choreography? Yeah. Okay. Oh. I want to. I want to touch on something. Oh, which one? Which one? What part of the movie? 
I just want to spoil it all, but I want everybody to watch it. No, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna spoil. Okay, we're not gonna spoil it because we know it's it's coming. Yeah, Miles, web slinging. <laughs> Damn, man! Like it had such a like his own style to it, like his own kind of finesse. It reminded me of like a basketball player, like jumping and and dunking a ball. I'm 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 huge into basketball, as you guys can tell, and it was so pleasing to me i'm like yes this is dope as fuck oh my god how about the part when he tries to sling and he's like i just can't i'm just gonna run and then old old spider-man is like dude what what are you doing you're not gonna be able to get away from them you you need to swing right you can't just run yeah <laughs> like this is what I'm good at. Yeah. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, this I'm good at. the movie is just so funny. Yes, I, I just need everybody to watch this movie. One, um, one I need new, another one. One yes. really simple like cinematography thing to look out for, and in fact, they do this as well in just writing in general. Is uh, Chekhov's gun, right? I talked about it on a couple other pod, uh, pod episodes where you don't show something to the audience without intending to use it later because then right. you're just filling you're making a promise you're not going to keep okay so when he finally gets to use venom blast oh shit i See? was like my boy yeah my boy my boy that was him waking <laughs> off into uh cheddar bob's sock it was a it was a real fat moment can i say a really bad joke here yeah little teenagers going into comic book stores right now be like i love black spider-man but like 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 Black Spider Man is Spider Man when he gets the symbiote, or is it the Iron Suit? I forget which one is considered. Uh, Black Spider Man is uh, the suit, the the symbiote suit. Right. Miles Morales is a biracial Spider Man. Rican and Black. Just just wanted to clarify that yes. because there are definitely teenagers out there losing their shit. His mom like, was curvy as fuck. <laughs> that was a Puerto Patty, Rican mom for Patty sure. pointed that out. She's just like, I love that they gave her a fat ass. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, she's a, she's yeah. a Latin woman. Of course. Accurate. <laughs> yes. Uh, you okay. gotta say I love you, son. I do want to touch on a little <laughs> bit of the history. Okay, sure. So... Miles Morales comes from the ultimate universe. Okay. Currently, he he has gone to the regular universe. Okay. Um, but it starts with ultimate universe Spider-Man ends up dying. Mm-hmm. Like in the film. And somebody needs to take his spot. So, uh, Miles Morales ends up becoming the new Spider-Man. How? Because he's also bit by a spider. And it was on accident? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he just takes up the mantle. Very similar to the story, to Mm -hmm. the film. Um, But anyways, they... In the comic books, he crosses over because of the Marvel Universe's secret war. Which is where all of the universes fight. Well, the main universe and the ultimate universe. Because they were trying to uh, get rid of the ultimate universe. Really? Yes, because they need there. There's too many comic books out. Oh, okay. So they needed to consolidate it. Oh. So they destroyed the Ultimate Universe and brought the things that they liked uh, from the Ultimate Universe to the regular Marvel Universe. Okay. And then Spider-Man gets into all this Spider-Verse stuff. Yeah, but wow. they did a really good job at um, putting it into a film and not feeling like. 
it was missing a bunch of details. The like the only thing I could think of was they didn't mention because um, the like late Madame Webb, I think that's the character. Yeah, but even then, that itself is kind of like in Marvel lore, she's like a like a tier nine entity, basically. Yeah, you know, like she's that far in power, and like. I think I think on Marvel's like Marvel Wiki scale, Ant Man can increase to that size. I have no idea. Something like that, but basically, you become a god outside of the normal normal reality's realm, right? And so, Madame Web is kind of like the god of connecting multiple universes. Something ridiculous and wild. Oh, that makes sense in the name. (laughs) Yeah. They have trade paperbacks of the most important issues that make the whole story that you can get. I need to go get those. <laughs> okay. Um, choreography was great. Oh. Soundtrack? Amazing. We were already listening Spider-Man. to that shit We were all talking night. about it. Like, I was telling him in the theater, like, I think I like this more than the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh. I fucking felt like I was in New York. <laughs> Again. Yeah. I love that they got a little reggaeton in there. They had everything. It really, and not only that, it really drove it emotionally. Again, this movie was pretty emotional. It hit too many markers on the spot for me. I was like, yeah. That was, did you feel that? Because I'm feeling things that I usually don't feel. I'm not crying about Peter Parker's death. I'm not crying about Peter Parker's death. I'm with Mary Jane. We got to move on. He, we with, the web is all. I (laughs) I just want all of you. To have some kind of happy ending, even though I know Spider-Man doesn't always Spider-Gwen, get Spider-Gwen, why'd what? your best friend have to die? Just like my uncle, just like his uncle, who's actually me, except we have a different name because my name is Benjamin in the middle, Peter B. Parker, and he's just Peter Parker, but like, damn, and then and then Miles' uncle. What <laughs> makes him smile? He doesn't get that. Never. <laughs> It's his his. Can uh, they just get it? I know. Just just give him the happy ending. Shit. Spider web in the face. <laughs> uh, they did that joke. That was, that was good. That was yeah, a good joke. it, it they, was. They they knew which jokes that everybody kind of already makes, and we're like, no, they didn't. They enjoy a little. little it's great. Little, a little bit of that, a little yeah. bit of web sling. This this soundtrack is fire. It's it really is. You can work out to this. I've been working out to this Have like all week. That's great. Since we By saw all week, it, I mean Friday. We saw it on Thursday or Friday. We saw, we it, saw Thursday it Thursday night. Thursday night. So yeah, I listened so to it on Friday. Yeah, I'm for sure. Going to be driving home. I to streamed. It. Uh, You're not going to be able to sleep. I didn't sleep. even use the full three hour playlist, which is compiled of like. You're just going to be up more. That's okay. You're it's, gonna start doing reps in the car. Fuck yeah, it. That three hour playlist. Your like steering wheel is gonna fall off. Almost four hours. That one's compiled of like the other artists and stuff that's compiled by somebody else, I believe. But like the official soundtrack is only like 13 songs, and that alone, yeah, like is phenomenal. It's really good. They made a, a whole hip hop album without cursing for this movie. That's pretty cool. Which is weird. Yeah. I mean, it's cool though. It's cool. But it's, it is kind of weird. It is kind of it, weird. It's, it's weird because like. Like I'm reminded of Will Smith saying, you know, you don't have to curse to make good Fuck music. Fuck yeah, you do. But like, <laughs> you like it is for real. <laughs> it's my freedom. But if you look up on um, on Spotify the playlist, it'll because a lot of songs that they play on there are rap songs, right? That do curse, mm-hmm. and they have them all. But they 
they just cut it so you don't hear the cursing. Got it. Their timing for what they did was actually really good. It takes you. It really takes you back to uh, being in high school and when your parents only let you listen to censored uh, versions of. Y'all don't mess with my family. Of yeah. Nelly. Uh, so like Lunatics the regular one album. would be like y'all don't what? fuck with or DMX's me. album. <laughs> <laughs> what is what are you listening to? Why is, what this, is give me that? Give why me that. is this man barking? And why is every other word fuck? Mom, it's just it's art. Like fucking rough riders. It's fuck, like, fuck, motherfuck, fuck, motherfuck, motherfuck, fuck, fuck, fuck. See, it's and like, then I fucking like it's like poetry, mom. Like you haven't heard of street steep poetry? Yeah, we're getting rid of this album immediately. Hamada hamada fuck. No wonder. Hamada hamada fuck fuck. Hamada 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 fuck. And a skirt, skirt, fuck, skirt, fuck, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's like new music nowadays. That is new music. Yeah, let's get into some. Isn't it weird that Mm -hmm. newer music is kind of more okay with onomatopoeia? Like, not that older music didn't have it, but they were like more signature to like DMX had like rough. (laughs) Yeah, but newer music, I guess, uses a lot of onomatopoeia. It's weird. It is right. It's just sound effects. I just like it's. I feel I like I'm. If, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm reading a comic book without reading the dialogues. Like the little sound yeah. effects. Just bam. Windows. Skirt. Snink. Snink. <laughs> and sometimes I'm okay with that, but it's then like a lot of times a, I have to change it up. When yeah. you were a kid listening to like the what the farm animals sounds <laughs> make. Bye black sheep. Have you any wool? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full. Fuck you in a face. Fuck you in a ass. <laughs> Fuck you in a pussy, 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 pussy. Yeah. Uh. Skirt. Skirt. Yeah. Oh, too far. Too far. Oh man. Can we get into some badass moments? Yeah, badass. The entire film. The entire film. Are we giving our rating then? The entire film was badass. What the fuck moments? We can't get into that yet. Like, but one of my the favorite entire film. badass <laughs> moments. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of what the fuck it's just both okay is when kingpin walks in because they made him so huge and so boxy like, like his, his his head like starts it, it comes out of his chest <laughs> like it protrudes from his What's chest ridic- all traps yeah. but the thing is is that knowing that these the, this was the creators of the lego movie that's part of their comedy right uh-huh. they made him comically like Look, he has such tiny head, but he's kingpin. Oh, so boxy, man. Like, uh, a lot of his older art, in my mind, is not like a normal big person character, which, to be fair, was really interesting for when they put him in Daredevil and stuff. Like, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. He's a regular, like, he's a big, big fucking dude. This is how dude. he would look as a regular person. Who could, yeah. like, break but off like, car doors and shit. But like, in cartoon style... It's like, oh, you have at least four four-year-olds the size of <laughs> He's your leg, gorilla. right? Yeah, that's all you can see in the video. It's wild. It's wild. Uh, what was the name of the uh, the the villain at the beginning? Um, again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil any which, of it. Which one? Uh, also, the purple Fe- guy. Fem Octavia was pretty prowler. Cool. Not prowler. Prowler. Uh, not prowler. Yeah, at the beginning of the movie, you said that's why I'm confused. No, 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 no. Uh, Prowler, yes, Prowler, purple guy, purple and black guy. Yeah, that's Prowler. That's why I got confused. He was Mm -hmm. a great villain. Like 
his his scenes, his chase scenes, and whenever he was on screen was so intense. Like, I, I my heart was beating. They made everything so unique. Yeah. Every single character was uniquely their own. Yeah. So, um, and like I was, I felt like a fourteen-year-old Miles Morales running from this like uh, this thing that was like way too fast and way too agile and and it is for He's sure i'm gonna on die walls too for the, sure i'm gonna die <laughs> their music was so good that you felt everything miles morales felt yeah you felt it it's crazy i watched that film like yeah what's great Same. is that i already have auditory hallucinations like this where i'm just walking around and i definitely don't have my headphones in but i hear music and i'm like what is, what is going on i, I don't think that's I think you should get that checked. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys even here? That might hear, be an STD. Do you hear what? <laughs> I think that. No, I don't think that's it. I don't miss Well, if you take it too many yeah. times in the ear, I saw it on Scary Movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's Which why. Scary Movie? One? Number three? <laughs> no, okay. And that's why Damien uh, Wayne always hears uh, Lil Wheezy Wee 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 uh, song everywhere like he goes. <laughs> It's really unfortunate, actually. It's really like, you know. Anyway. Uh, But yeah, the music, right? Like I've been telling you uh, with all of our other films that even if it's not in the forefront, it drives a film. But when it comes to the forefront, like so hard, like in Black Panther and in in Spider-Verse, it's its own part that you can like visually and audibly see and hear that's going on with the rest of the movie music is such a strong cultural like define like defining thing about like again like black culture latin culture all uh, cultures all cultures all cultures and and it's really great that they emphasize that they give it that theme uh and we've been seeing a lot more of it again with with black panther and and Mm -hmm. spider-man so it was fucking on point i just want to reiterate that while i absolutely love black panther this is more poppy i was having trouble figuring that word out when we were in the car earlier today but like this is definitely more of a poppy album which doesn't make it approachable yeah which doesn't make it bad but i definitely like it more but i'm willing to concede that i know that it's poppy like it's more poppy music. I <laughs> I agree, and I I think I agree in in, in you saying that uh, it, I like it better than Black Panthers. But Black Panther is such a it was it's really such a, good. Uh, yeah, amazing. Black Panther's album is like is a it's a it's a historical monument. Right, it's a different. That's, that's theme. What it, it's completely lyrical. Yeah, it's you just have to listen to Kendrick Lamar's words. It paved right? the way for this album. Probably, for this soundtrack. Yeah. Honestly, you know what I mean? We're and talking it, about it, what, like two years? And it paved the way for Tyler, like, the creator, to uh, make produce the Grinch, the Grinch uh, music score. Still Which, haven't watched while that. I have heard, I've heard that Benedict Cumberbatch is kind of a uh, Grinch, but the move, the soundtrack is fine. I, w- so I will hard. support Benedict Cumberbatch. It's so hard to come off the coattails of Jim Carrey. Oh, really? That's my favorite really Grinch is. movie. It's just really and it will always be my favorite. Same. Really no one's gonna outdo him. No. Uh, for the rating, I want to give it a badass. Before I, I get into I that, I give it a badass. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And before he gets into before that, I get into that, before you get into that, speaking of riding the coattails, like a series of uh, a series of misfortune events. Oh yeah. Uh, also, like MPH. Neil, Neil Patrick Harris is a pretty good uh, Baron. I forget the whole. He name. is. He did but pretty good. Like again, he did pretty good. Jim Carrey. Like <laughs> Jim Carrey just pulls off these faces that nobody else can do, not even animation can do. He gets so sucked into his characters. It's right. just it's beautiful. Amazing. I oh. finished his new series, which is fantastic. Everybody needs to watch it. What's that? The um he, he's like a children's show host and it's, then it shows like it's a <laughs> Eat that bitch. Skip No, that's that's, that's Cinderella. That's Cinderella. My bad. My bad. Speaking of Disney, by the way, Mary Poppins getting new shit is is pretty good. Very Who's exciting. Mary Poppins going to be? Is it going to be Elizabeth I Banks? I thought it was Emily Blunt. It's Emily Blunt. Who's Emily that? Blunt. You it's know Emily Blunt. Blunt. She's from that movie with Tom Cruise where Edge of Tomorrow. He, uh, Live Die Repeat. Edge of oh, Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You know, you know Emily. I love Blunt. Emily. John Blunt. Krasinski's wife. Yeah. I'm not you mad know, at that. You know John Krasinski. Nope. Jim Jim Halpert from The Office. Jim Carrey's TV show is called Kidding. <laughs> we didn't have to stall for five minutes so that Nikonsi could find that Feel name. Feel free to edit. To find the show that I absolutely love. <laughs> Everybody go watch that. Worth it. Some editing somewhere. And my... It, it's a badass film. It's fun for the whole family it's fun for yourself it's fun for the other universes of yourself obviously okay so what the <laughs> fuck moments wait wait i'm going to give it my number score oh okay 10 out of 10 whoa this is a classic film not just a classic comic book film or a classic animated film this is a classic film and it will go into the history books as uh, one of the best Spider-Man films. You know what sucks is that he beat me to it. I was going to give my number rating and it's going to be my first 10 as well. What? This, this is a this, big moment. This it's my is, first 10. This is like, the beginning of a new type of uh, experimental genre where people are willing to take risks. Yeah. And not play it safe. A hundred percent. This movie took a lot of risks left and right from the main character being Puerto Rican and black. Yeah, Dude. I mean, there was that big controversy that the next Spider-Man should be black, and everybody hated that idea. But Donald Glover could have played Miles Morales, but instead he got to play Prowler in the second. And 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 yeah, yeah, Donald Glover played Prowler in uh, Homecoming, which we have no idea if he might make a. Re- I'm pretty sure he's not making a renewal. No, appearance he is. The, he is. And then in yeah, the far be from in the home. next one. So, so he could be in there. Anyway, that was that big controversy and what do they do not only do they make him black they make him biracial he is puerto rican black and i fucking love that dude and he's wearing uh jordans retro ones the whole time god the web slinging i can't get over it and he leaves his shoe untied 
There's so much. There was so much swag in his web slinging. I didn't know that was possible. I didn't. I already love web slinging. I didn't know you you could take it even further. So, thanks. I don't remember the exact bit, but Hannibal Buress, um, in one of his comedy specials that I happen to watch on Netflix, mentions, um, uh, oh, it is the wipeout joke where he he gets on a plane and some guy who's sitting across from him, like across the row or something, is just on a plane at like nine o'clock in the morning laughing his ass off watching Wipeout. And Wipeout is a... That's a great um, show. Yeah. It's like an American goofy game show based off of a Japanese game show. It's Something it's, like that, right? It's like American Ninja Warriors for the people who are out of shape and everything is covered in foam and it's for fun inflatable yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's just hilarious right uh, and again that was based off of like a japanese show of the same t- thing and okay so someone's cracking up over yeah. that on the plane so hannibal virus is like uh he, he got really existential for a moment like man this guy like nobody goes out of their way to watch that show but this guy <laughs> absolutely loves it and he was like no i'm gonna fucking watch because you know you're getting on a plane you have to download that shit ahead of time uh-huh and he went and downloaded like four or five episodes of it, and he just saw it was on the plane watching it and laughing his ass off the whole goddamn time. Okay. And like, so Hannibal Buress is like, I can do that too. I can just do something trivial and not care that anybody else pays attention to it. And he turned that into like, I'm just gonna if my zipper's down, I'm gonna leave it down. I'll get it later. I don't give. A, I don't care. Like, okay. why are you staring at my penis? And this relates back to Spider-Man. To Spider-Man. That is a conscious effort to not tie his shoe. He's like, no, it's a decision. We brought it all the way back, motherfuckers. You thought we weren't? I said it all up. You knew. I knew I had this whole thing planned out for real. No, I really. Call me Madam Web. (laughs) Spun that web. Bitch. My number rating is a 10 out of 10. As well, this movie three is of us, three ten we, out of tens. I'm not gonna lie, we're probably its target audience. I know, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. this movie was complete. Again, it, it touched on so many emotional points: the the family, the you know, the brothers not being Having on your, speaking yeah. terms, but and still like just just the idea of like what would happen if. You didn't work it out, and and then and then you just can't ever work it out, right? And you gotta then, live with it. And then uh, just be trying to be brave, right? Being and in over your old, head. Old Peter goes back to his universe, and he's like, "We gotta work on it." So I <laughs> I want to jump into uh, what the fuck moment slash honorable on honorable honorable mentions honorable honorable mentions. My favorite line that resonated so hard with me was I'm not going to spoil it (laughs) I'm going to say it but I'm not going to tell you where or when it occurred it was old Spider-Man basically saying I'm so proud of you kid wait do I want kids now If anybody can relate to that shit, it, it fucking related to me because I have these fucking moments all the time when I'm like, damn, that kid's cute. Wait, do I want kids now? 
It's fucking. <laughs> it just fucking. It was like when when a stand-up comedian is telling jokes that relate that everybody can laugh for, and therefore everybody, and then there's just that one joke that's for that one target m- audience member, and that was me, and nailed me right between the eyes. Pew pew pew. My only real. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to pick it out. I think a good what the fuck moment was finding out how badass Aunt May was in like how badass they were going to make her yeah. in this particular film, knowing what, where, you know, which universe she was going to come from. She was a badass. <laughs> I'm going to leave it with time is relative. <laughs> Ladies. Ladies. Any other what the fuck or honorable mentions you guys want to throw in there? I think an honorable mention for me was it, it would have to be the pretty much most of the scenes involving Peter Porker, Spider Ham. <laughs> most of those were like they really they really did it. They really gave it to us. This is great. I could not be mad. When he was on screen. Oh, honorable <laughs> mention, but I can't really mention it, is the after credits scene. Oh, yeah. Like the the artwork that was done in, in all the, after, all the after. credits. Were... No, after that. Oh, yeah. Did you watch the it? The secret scene. The secret scene at the That's end of so the credits. That's not so secret because you should be expecting it by now, which is really bugging Did you a not lot watch of the developers. It? You guys are going to have to tell me off Oh, mic. no. I'll tell you right now because it's already all over the internet probably by the time this comes out. What is it? It sets up the next film if they make another film. Was it when he was lying on his bed? No, it's... It uh, was a good meme it, moment, too. It jumps into <laughs> a different universe. Huh? And the person who is talking is Spider-Man 2099. Which is uh, the O'Hara Spider-Man. O'Hara? Yeah, he's from the future. Ah, shit. I'm watching that as soon as we wrap this shit up. Yeah. (laughs) And then they have a really hilariously, like, that was a well-done meme moment. That was was a great joke. It was hilarious because he goes, um, his partner goes, well... What universe do you want to go to first? Whoa. And then he goes, The beginning. The beginning. <laughs> and then go to the beginning. And we'll leave you with that. Make sure you check out not only <laughs> this movie, but if you can, watch it in IMAX 3D. It's worth it. Sounds like it's worth it. I'm going to go do it. Again. Uh, that brings, yeah, again, that brings us to the end of our podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. We are Hidden Shadows of Secret Chamber. Follow us on instagram at hstsc33 facebook yes Hit. and youtube uh, youtube oh, yes us on youtube now yeah if you like we're, we're our getting... stuff give us a thumbs up leave a comment yeah and everything sh- helps subscribe so you guys can get the latest episodes we're also doing a few side projects we got the knickknack show we got a couple other projects coming up stay tuned for those Follow Mr. Junior, Mr. Khan here. These are really, really quiet guns. <laughs> I, I spelt out the Twitch. But yeah, yeah, what does that say? Twitch.tv forward slash Cookie Ninja Carve. There you go, guys. These are really quiet guns. I've been They're working good. on it. I like them. Yeah. yeah. I, I got I got inspired by, by Spider-Verse. Uh, our next review will be Mortal Engines. 
so excited. Ooh, we already watched it. We it did. was pretty anime, really. It was it was really space opera. Yeah, we'll give you space. our go check it like, out, check and it out. we'll give you our take uh, next podcast. Thank you guys. We'll see you next pod. Peace. <laughs>